All right, everybody. Long story short, I went a little hard in the paint. I might have said some controversial things. I may have gone a little further than I needed to. Elections were happening. Everything was going on in the world. And uh, I may have been a little opinionated. So, (laughs) I got canceled. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the 60 Foot Podcast. So, one of my main purposes for this podcast was to inspire entrepreneurs to, I guess, think outside of the box. The problem a lot of people have is they think like the worker or they think like the beginning of everything when you have to do everything yourself. You lose sight of what it takes to grow a business and you lose sight of what scalability looks like. So I think one of the biggest issues that people have when they are going from one location to a second or second to third, or even if they are expanding their business where they are putting management in place, they oftentimes don't know how to remove themselves from the equation. You have to rewire the way you think. You have to think like a business owner instead of uh, the labor side of things. Uh, Not saying you can't work alongside your people. You totally can. There's no problem with that. Uh, If anything, it's good. It keeps morale up depending on what you do and what you're trying to achieve. So one of the things I'm going to talk about is, is just rewiring your brain. I had a conversation the other day with a buddy of mine that's starting a tow truck company uh, up in the Greenville, South Carolina area. And he has an investor. So the investor is going to essentially put the money in to buy the first X amount of trucks. And he was asking me, he's like, Dean, you know, I want to know, what do you think about, uh, about a split? Like we're going to do a percentage split. And I was like, man, you know, that sounds okay. But the, your, your side of the percentage seems sort of small. He was still thinking like a tow truck operator that works for someone else. So he just inflated his pay a little bit and was like, man, you know, I'm going to make extra money. And I'm like, no, I just, dude, take a step back. Eliminate yourself from the equation. So let's just assume that instead of driving a truck at all, you're going to have other people drive trucks. And what would you pay them? So let's just say that you have a tow truck, you have a tow truck driver, and let's say that that tow truck driver typically makes a base pay of $500 a week, and then they make X per tow or percentage per tow uh, or whatever their, their pay would be for possibly a call after hours or what, you know, whatever the... Whatever fits the bill for your type of business would work here, but in this conversation, it was specifically tow trucks. And he told me, I was like, okay, cool. Pay yourself that. That's what you need to make. And I think at first he was a little confused. He was like, what? I'm like, yeah, bro. Pay yourself that. And then pay yourself as an owner. You make an owner draw. And it was kind of hard for him to think about things where... He is making money while he's making money. Like it just didn't didn't equate to him 
how to get to that point. And I think one of the problems here is we're taught in today's society that you start school, you go to school, and when you're done with school, you go to college, you pick a major, you do a job. That's like, that's it. That's what you're taught. Uh, if you were to read the, the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I recommend everyone read, you'll learn that that is a very poor dad approach to things. Rich dad approach to things would be you go to school, get done as quickly as you possibly can so that you can start your craft. Whatever that craft is. Not saying that doesn't require some college, because maybe it does. In my case, it did not. Some people, maybe it does. I think, honestly, that um, unless you're in a trade that requires you learn some of the last two or three years of high school, really high school is 100% a maturity thing. I think that... It's more of a, can you wake up and go somewhere and do what you're supposed to do and take care of those tasks? And uh, to, to get back to topic, the that kind of mindset sticks with you. So when you go to do a job, in this case a tow truck, he's used to the, I wake up, I go get in a tow truck, I tow cars, I get paid. So when he thought about owning a tow truck, in his head, it was, if I owned this tow truck, I would make X amount more because the owner weren't taking was not taking that portion, that other portion. And I don't think he was really thinking about that. Eliminate yourself from the equation for a second. Let's say there's five trucks, and those five trucks, you're now going to get his portion of those five trucks, in addition to you paying yourself to work. And the objective for me, if I were in his shoes, how many trucks does it take for you no longer to drive a tow truck when your job is then to assist? You have a guy that's maybe a little, little green, you know, and he goes out, has some trouble with something, he can call you, you can go help him. What does it take to get to that point? And I think that's where we need to go. I think that's where entrepreneurs need to start thinking right from the beginning, is what milestones does it take to get to the point where you're no longer doing the job that's needed to be done when you are managing people to do that job and the only time you do that job is if they need you or if you just want to. Sometimes I will randomly go do sales. Uh, there, there's no no getting around that. Sometimes I, just, I get excited about it. It's, it's still something that I have a passion for. I get excited about. And, and in a tr- tow truck business, I'm sure there's going to be times where you wake up. You're like, you know what? I'm going to go fire up this international. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go pull cars today. Cool. Power to you. But also, you need to have the availability to not do that. Because at the end of the day, you're the guy that needs to go to DOT. Until you hire someone to manage that side of things, you're still the guy that goes to DOT. You're still the guy that makes 
sure that the maintenance on the trucks is, is being properly done. You know, you're it, the beginning of this is replacing yourself as the labor. And then you have all these other things that need to be taken care of. And at what point can you set a milestone where you don't have to do that anymore? Where you have someone that's overseeing the maintenance of the trucks? Do you have your own shop potentially? Uh, there's a, a person locally here in Monk's Corner. Uh, well, actually, there's more than one, but one that specifically stands out to me that uh, these guys are completely self-sufficient. They have uh, really awesome yellow and blue tow trucks. When they ride down the road, they ride down the road with authority. Their trucks are themed. They're clean. The trucks, you don't see them riding down the road blowing smoke. You don't see them riding down the road needing steer tires. These guys have really honed in their craft where they've got to the point where the business runs the business there's a guy there that if if a truck needs a tire a truck gets a tire there's a dispatcher that when someone calls in the owner's not having to take that call sure the owner can probably take that call the owner can probably change that tire because to get to that point the owner had to take that phone call the owner had to change that tire but you have to set the milestones where you're no longer taking phone calls and changing tires sorry you cannot base the framework of your business around making more money doing what you're currently doing you have to base the foundation and the framework around how do I get to the point where my job is to stand above this and oversee it and create efficiency. When you get to a point where your business, your job in your business is to further your efficiency, I think that's a good place to be. Honestly, in my business, I'm not there yet. I'm close. I'm very close to being there. Uh, If I did not have this crazy pandemic stuff going on and I did not have other factors where I'm relying on people, I would probably be there. You have to make the decisions along with the other factors. So in my case, I sell a product that someone else manufactures. I can only sell the product as fast as they can manufacture it. They can only manufacture it as fast as the material supplier can get them the material. The material supplier can only make the material as quick as they can get whatever glue from China it requires to put the material together, so on and so forth, and you can see how that domino effect falls. So it takes a long time to get to the point for me where you're just overseeing efficiency. So in my case, what would be nice is if we got to the point where the manufacturer manufactures the materials and the materials were being manufactured out of products that were in-house which is, I mean, that's ultimate goal. 
That's a that's a fifteen year goal probably. Ten to fifteen year goal. So in a tow truck company, a little bit different. Uh, I, I think that that's completely scalable a lot faster. So <clears throat> anyway, uh, I hope that I hope that, that you guys you know were a little receptive to this. It's, I'm super rusty. I apologize for that. It's the first time I've podcast in like ten months. Uh, the whole idea for this specific episode was rewire your brain, think differently, read. Audible. Use Audible. If you can't, if you're not someone that can open a book and read, use Audible. Uh, You know, listen to more podcasts. Take your head out of reality TV. Stop watching The Walking Dead so much and start honing in your craft. So, thanks guys. I love you. I'm going to be back on. Um, I'm going to do a small little episode about how things transpired for the 60-foot podcast to be canceled and how that happened and kind of the series of events and how I'm going to pre- prevent it from happening in the future. Uh, I hope that we will never run into that problem again. I'm actually coming up with a, a plan B and a fail-safe so that it doesn't happen again. But until then, uh, you guys stay frosty. I love you. Have a good day.